0: AVS Media Town. Papa Hotel, Lima Echo November, radio check Papa Echo November, good afternoon, uh, Radio 5 Good afternoon, Radio
1: 5 as well, Papa Echo November
0: And welcome back to the x everyone. My guest this hour is, let me see, is Judy Carroll. And Judy is coming to us from Australia tonight. Judy was born in Queensland, Australia, uh, into a Creole, English, and Romany, or Gypsy, family. Uh, she pursued a career as a professional flamingo dancer, following in the footsteps of her grandmother, who was a dancer, a psychic medium, and a clairvoyant. This background has helped uh, Judy to... Uh, assimilate her E.T. encounters into her daily life. Her contacts have always been with the off-planet visitors known as Greys or Zetas. And at the age of 30, she experienced a fully conscious daytime encounter in which she recognized the visitors as family. Now, during that encounter, specific instructions were given to her regarding the path of study she was to undertake in order to carry out teaching and ambassadorial work down here on behalf of the Zetas. In 1995, during an encounter at a sacred site in England, the the Zeta family asked her to start writing books about contact from the ET rather than the human perspective in order to help people down here understand more clearly what the ET contact experience is really about. Joining me now and for this hour, we're talking to Judy Carroll. And Judy, welcome to the X-Zone.
1: Oh, thanks very much, Rob. I'm happy to be here.
0: Judy, uh, tell us about the, your, your first encounter that you had.
1: Well, I've actually had encounters ever since I was very young, mm-hmm. uh, Rob. I, my first, very first encounter happened at three years old, when I remember being taken up the street by a tall, thin lady to board what I, I thought was a train, mm-hmm. but in actual fact it was a screen image uh, was a disc that I was taken on board. Um, I I had a number of encounters during my childhood, but the most significant one actually happened at age 30. Uh, At age 30, I had a conscious and very profound encounter Mm -hmm. that you referred to in the introduction. It was actually played out over a period of a week, Um, and and this was sort of the beginning of fully conscious recognition. During the main encounter, I was uh, advised to move back to the city. We were living on an acreage property at the time, and... I was told we'd be be moving back to the city and I was to take up Tai Chi and meditation because again, as you mentioned in in the um, intro, I was a dancer, so Mm -hmm. I was very physically oriented and I was told to get into meditation through Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the next few years, some quite amazing coincidences took place to guide my life in that direction. Uh, not long after moving back to town, which we did, I was invited to take part in a closed meditation group where I spent eight years being trained in channeling and automatic writing. And it was during this time that I actually made contact with my main theta teacher, uh, who I came to know as Maris. Uh, and during this time, he was really able to make himself known to me and to start sending messages through, mm-hmm. mainly in the form of automatic writing. So that's sort of the background that I come out of.
0: Wow. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break, uh, Judy. When we come back, let's talk about the Greys, Zetas, who they are and why they are here. Thanks very much for joining us. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. And I'd like you to say hello to Eileen Dene for me, uh, the uh, lady who helps so many of us, not only on this side of the mic, but like yourself, bringing you to us www.zetamessage.com is the website. Once again, www.zetamessage.com. Judy Carroll's my guest. We're talking about extraterrestrials this hour on the X Zone. And if you'd like to uh, visit our website, it's www.xzoneradiotv.com. Or if you'd like to send an email, a suggestion for a guest or a topic, xzone at TV dot com, one eight hundred six ten seven zero three five is our toll free number worldwide. Email xzone at TV dot com on MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail dot com, and once again our website www.XZoneRadioTV.com dot dot com. We'll be back on the other side of this two minute commercial break with Judy Carroll. Don't go away. The Arms of Mary, Nation by Chilliwack. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. Judy Carroll's our special guest this hour. Her website is www.thezetamessage.com. Judy, let me ask you this. Who are the Grays or, or the Zetas and why are they here?
1: Okay, Rob, the greys, or the grey guardians, as I actually prefer to call them, are a very ancient race that's been around for billions of years. There have been some claims made just recently that they're a hybrid race created by the Anunnaki, but this isn't correct. They are a very, very ancient race. Mm -hmm. They're actually assisting and awakening us on multi-dimensional levels of our being. It's part of our evolution as humans. They're doing this physically through adjustments to our DNA, Mentally through exposing us to the reality of mind states that are way beyond our familiar third dimensional concept of reality And they are actually trying to push us past deeply buried fear barriers that are blocking our mind from being able to access deeper and more expanded conscious awareness Um, This expanded conscious awareness is actually what evolution is in the human kingdom They're actually uh, spiritually also helping us through adjustments to our energy system and also uh, to exposure to the energy of such things as the crop circles Mm -hmm. and uh, some of the implants that are are placed in our um, energy system, in our body. Uh, All of these things actually work a little bit like acupuncture and Reiki and they balance, harmonize and raise our energy frequency. Um, And as I say, this is what soul evolution is all about. So... Really, the, the Zeta's job is to assist Earth and humanity to step up to fifth world consciousness from the fourth world, as we've been speaking about for quite a while now.
0: Now, how do you contact them, or how do they contact you?
1: Well, I need to be at an altered state. People mm-hmm. often complain about the Greys or the Zetas, that they won't communicate. And um, the, the problem is is they communicate generally on a telepathic, level and when people are taken up onto the ships they're in a state of fear most people are in a state of fear I mean I've been there done that I know what it's like and when the human mind's in a state of fear it's not in the right wavelength to pick up on telepathic communication you have to be at least in an alpha state if Mm -hmm. not deeper Uh, it's like it's like they're trying to tune in on one radio station and we're tuned into another one
0: so why is it that some people can have these experiences uh you know i I, i've been i i just spoke to a guest who said that people wake up and there's an extraterrestrial in their room where they find themselves being abducted whole families are being abducted you know the uh, other guests have told me that they they're taken to mars and they're showing the the civilizations on mars or they're showing the bases on the moon these sound like preposterous stories so how does somebody listening tonight who, who may have a keen interest in, in the subject, because they may believe that they have had these experiences, how do they know who to believe and who not to believe?
1: Yes, this, this is a difficult thing, Rob. I, I, I know what you're saying here. Um, and the other thing that is really causing a lot of confusion mm-hmm. is there's a lot of disinformation out on this subject. And there is a group down here who are also, um, how can I say, conducting fake alien abductions to cause maximum fear. And what they tend to do, they tend to um, um, focus on people who are genuine experiences. Mm -hmm. And they will place a screen image over the top of the genuine experience or they will actually fake an abduction themselves to cause the person more fear. Um, where, wherever there's a military presence, you can just about guess that it's one of these fake ones. Um, I, I've, I've, as I say, I've had contact ever since childhood, so right. I can really only speak from my own perspective. But I, it's always been positive. There's never been a military um, um, influence involved in it. Always been positive. No, so,
0: sorry. No, I, the, I was just going to ask you: the, the that group that you're talking about is it part no. of a government organization? Or is it a civilian organization?
1: It's behind the government. It's it's a very, actually, it is a very ancient ET culture mm-hmm. that came to Earth millions and millions of years ago. I, I've actually received some information just recently, and I've written an article up on it, which I passed on to my publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're going to be putting it up on their um, Fifth World Journal um, magazine. It's an e-zine, e- e- like magazine online. Right. Um Yeah.
0: I That's can actually send
1: it on to anyone who's interested. i, I well. would love I
0: would love to read it. Okay. I, I would okay. love to read it. Make sure we get a copy of it. Oh, definitely. Um, mm. For those who have contact experiences, um, is it is it a physical experience or is it a spiritual experience?
1: Right. Again, we've got to differentiate between fake and real experiences. Right. Yes. yes, the fake experiences can often be physical, um, right. but they can be mind remote control as well. Okay. But genuine, genuine experiences are generally spiritual. I do believe some people have been taken physically. I'm not, you know, putting down any hard and fast rules here that can't happen, but it's generally done um, to the astral body. The astral body is actually taken out of the physical body. I, I have had this done on several occasions. This is the reason why people go into a paralyzed state during an encounter experience. It's just to keep the physical body quiet. It's like parking your, your motor vehicle at the side of the road, right. and then you can, you can get out safely. Right. And the ETs can actually help us with this process.
0: Do the Greys believe in a God? And, oh, and can you tell yes. me about their spirituality on, on the cosmic level?
1: Yes, for sure, Rob. All the higher extraterrestrial and interdimensional beings absolutely, totally acknowledge God's source. Mm -hmm. They actually approach life from a spiritual rather than a religious perspective. Um, Spirituality is a state of consciousness. It's a more expanded conscious awareness attained over the span of many lives, uh, part of human evolution. So it's not so much religion, but it's more spirituality. Um, The higher evolved ETs, and I know absolutely for certain the greys, because as I say, I'm aware of being a grey. I have conscious memories of this. Um, they're able to consciously access much higher energy frequencies, so they don't depend on religious faith and belief alone in the existence of a supreme source energy. They're actually able to tap into and perceive it in full conscious awareness. So um, it's, it's a different sort of um, way of perceiving God up there than down here. It's far more expansive. Hmm. They're also aware that all of us are an intrinsic part of this source at soul level. So there's really no separateness in the greater reality. They speak of oneness. People often talk about this, that the greys speak of God as oneness. They refer to God as oneness. Yes. And we're all part of this same God consciousness, which permeates the whole universe on multidimensional levels.
0: Now, you claim to be a zeta or a Grey yourself down here in human form. How did you come to discover that? And and, and how do you prove it?
1: Yes. Well, right from early childhood, I've Uh been aware of something strange going on. Uh, I never felt at home down here. I felt homesick for somewhere else, but couldn't understand consciously what was going on. I was vaguely aware of going off somewhere at night, and my child's human consciousness was both terrified but also fascinated by this. I've also always had a very strong sense of mission, being here to do work of some sort. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was confirmed in 1983 when I recognised the Zetas as family. Um, Since then, a number of independent people have actually seen me in Zeta form. Um, I've done a number of talks at various associations. And just about every time after these talks, several people in the audience will come up independently and say, oh, I could see your form changing as you were speaking. I also have memories of being present in people's homes that I've never visited physically, but I can afterwards describe the surroundings or what the person was wearing at the time. Now, this once actually happened with my co-author Helene's son, Ben. I was there in my Zeta form uh, working with him, and he showed me his favorite pair of pajamas. Mm -hmm. I remembered the visit the next morning, and I was able to accurately describe these pajamas to Helene over the phone. Um, I'd, I'd never seen them before, but I could describe them, and she, and she confirmed my my memory. Um, I've also had recollections of being up on the ship. This has been confirmed independently uh, independently by people. Um, so it's and it's not just a one-off thing; it's happened several times. I, I actually recall one night getting up out of bed and watching myself in the mirror as I shape-shifted into my zeta form. Um, it wasn't a physical thing; it was my astral body that changed, and mm-hmm. it was actually quite funny. Because when I first saw my human reflection, I got a bit of a shock. Wow. And then as my face changed to the Zeta one, it was like, oh, yes, that looks
0: better. <laughs> so it's quite now, funny. Now, I of, oh. now, when you're talking about changing your astral body is, into the Zeta, is, are we talking about the soul of a person?
1: No. Um, the soul is the whole, whole sort of concept. Mm-hmm. Um, the spirit or the astral form is part of the soul. So... When we say we leave the physical body it's actually um the whole lot sort of moves out together it's so hard to put into third dimensional um words um it's important for people to understand we're much more than just a physical person we're, we're a multi-dimensional being um so the physical body like for example when we dream at night we step out of the body leave it behind go through to other dimensions other realities and it's the same with ones like me who go up to work on the on the ship at night. I just leave my physical body behind, get up out of it, go back into my my zeta form, and, and leave.
0: Hmm. Fascinating. How does this affect your family? You know, your your husband, your your children, uh, your 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 siblings. You know, like are they also part of the E.T.s and the Greys?
1: No, it, it's actually quite um, funny. I don't have a great deal of family around me. Uh, my mum actually passed away when I was 22 and my dad mm. passed away many years ago. I don't have children. Um, I actually um, planned that you know, coming down here as a Zeta. Uh, right. I couldn't quite face that that um, aspect of being human. My husband is fine with it. He's not inter- into it at all. He's not really interested, but he's open. He just accepts it because he's actually seen me change form. He's He's fairly psychic. And he once um, actually came into the bedroom when I was sitting meditating, and my uh, ET form was was sitting there. And he got an awful shock, but (laughs) luckily we talked about it afterwards, and I explained what was going on. He's fine with it. Um, My brother lives quite a long way away. I just have one brother. He doesn't really know that much about it. Um, If anything ever comes up, he he just laughs it off. Um, this, is, this is, I think, the reason why I was brought into contact with my co-author, Helene, because her family went through such profound experiences with their children, um, and the, the parents also saw the Zetas and heard them, etc. Et and so it's, it's like these, this other family was brought in to give me support.
0: All right, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation. Nation, Judy Carroll's my special guest. wwwthezeta Message. Dot com, and we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. The light shines down the valley, the wind blows up the alley. All
1: hit radio.
0: place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network x Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at TV.com. On MSN Messenger, X-Zone radio TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. travel on the And a good song here on the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, worldwide toll free one 800 610 7035 Email XON at Xonradio on MSN Messenger, Xonradio TV at hotmail.com, and our website, ww.exonradio My guest this hour XON Nation is Judy Carroll. Here's two websites www.thezetamessage.com. That's www.thezetamessage.com and www.ufograyinfo.com. And gray is spelled G R E Y. That's www.ufograyinfo.com. Mary, I'd, I'd like to ask you a question about being a Zeta and the Zetas and Grays. We live in a world in turmoil. We live uh, in a world where gun, you know, the lack of gun control in the United States has gone crazy. We have serious problems with our ecosystem. We have serious problems with global warming. We're on the brink of another war in the Middle East. We found out today that Syria was using chemical weapons against their people. There is so much unrest in the world. Why can't the Zetas or the Greys, with all their experience and all their knowledge, help us to to put the world back into a shape where we can all live together as one in harmony? Rob, if only
1: we could. Um, we have to... Uh, Stick by our non-interference code that has been set up by the Star Nations Council. Um, We we look on in horror at what's happening here. Mm -hmm. All I can say is the fact that it's a planet of free will. We aren't allowed to intervene. Um, People have to learn by their own mistakes. The only um, little um, perhaps encouraging word I can say here is that what people need to remember is you are much more than a physical body. You are multi-dimensional beings. You do reincarnate. So death isn't the the um, terrible tragedy mm-hmm. that people down here look upon it. So yes, people die in wars, people die under many, many different circumstances, but you die, that's not the end. You get to come back again. That's all I can say perhaps to to make things a little bit easier. I also feel that the, the old saying, it's always darkest before the dawn. What we're hoping will happen is that a critical mass of people will begin to eventually wake up down here and link into the messages of love that we're trying to get across to people. I mean, we're, we're trying to reach out to people on an individual level. We're not allowed to make mass landings and things like that. But well, why, um, why not?
0: Why not? Why See, I can't understand that. If... if if they have the technology or if you have the technology. And I and I'm not trying to be disrespectful here. Yeah. Yeah. Why not make the presence known once and for all?
1: Because not enough people have put out the request. It can't be done until it's requested and not enough people have done it. That's the bottom line.
0: All right, let I me, mean, as, we, let me we ask we would
1: love to be able to. All
0: right, let me ask you this.
1: Yeah.
0: Are people being taken or abducted against their will?
1: Not by us, absolutely not. Again, we respect free will.
0: All right, let um, me ask you this. Who then is abducting the people who claim they're being abducted and, and, and talk about experiences of, of uh, painful examinations, the withdrawal of sperm, the withdrawal of children from these people? Who's doing this?
1: Okay, we are doing that work. We are taking sperm, etc., from people, creating right. hybrids. It's a, a bit of a Noah's Ark sort of thing because I mean, okay, there is a, a uh, concern that people will blow mm-hmm. themselves up and the human race will stop existing, and this isn't allowed to happen. So but, it's it's like a sort of a Noah's Ark being <laughs> created so that the human genome isn't lost.
0: All right, and but so if, but if you're taking the semen or the eggs. ...from humans without their permission.
1: Okay, yes, I'll cover that in a moment.
0: Isn't that intervening?
1: But they have given their permission, Rob. This is the thing. Um, Again, we have to go back to the fact that we are more than a physical being, okay? Human human Mm -hmm. consciousness is like an iceberg, only the very tip of it is above the ocean. Everyone that we are working with has made a request for us to work with them between lives... But no, Not many people can bring a memory of this in. Some have, but the majority can't because human consciousness isn't expanded enough at this point in time. Um, we never work with anyone who hasn't given permission. However, there is a group down here that is taking people against their free will, and that's the group that's based here on Earth. So there's two different scenarios playing out. Um, Look, if I have time, Rob, I'd just like to talk about a little experience that I actually had up on the disc as a Zeta. Mm -hmm. Um, I walked into the clinic up on the disc, what people think of as a clinic, where we take people for work to be done on them one night, and there was a human man lying on the table, and he was in a half-paralyzed state, but he turned his eyes. He was aware of someone coming in, and uh, when he turned to... See, you know, he he saw me as I walked in the door and this look of absolute horror came on his face And I remember desperately trying to communicate with him telling him you've given us permission We know you you've been up here before you know us, but I couldn't get through to him. Okay, so anyway We went in there were three of us working on him Mm -hmm. um, and I was in um, Charge of removing a implant from his brain that had been put in by this group down here um, so a lot of the implants that are being put in are from down here. And we try to intervene where we can, but at the same time, this fellow was drawn back into this group again through ego. He wanted to be with them. They were building up his, his um, um, how can I say, his ego. Hmm. Oh, you're special, you're wonderful, you know, all this sort of thing. And he was drawn back in. So we've now had to stand back. But I remember at the time the frustration of feeling this, not being able to get him away from this that was happening.
0: All right. So you you told me earlier that when you are a Zeta, you're in a spirit form.
1: Yes. uh, So my question... I leave the the body in a spirit form, but then I step into my Zeta body.
0: But you, you also said before that you were looking at yourself in the mirror and you actually saw your, your body, your, your, your spirit body change into your Zeta form.
1: Yes, 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 on an astral level. But if, for example, I have to do physical work mm-hmm. of some sort, then I actually take on a physical Zeta body. Um, generally we don't have to, we generally just work in astral form. So as soon as I step out of the human body, the zeta sort of uh, starts to, you know, my face starts to change into that of a zeta. But S- we do have physical bodies that we can work in if that, it depends on the work we're carrying out.
0: So where is your, where is your zeta body kept when you're in your physical human body?
1: Yeah, up on the, up on the ship. See, see, it's our consciousness. We actually work, We can work through multiple bodies at the same time. So part of my consciousness can be down here working, another part can be up on the ship working. It's Again, it's really hard to put into physical speech, but we're we are not, we're a multidimensional consciousness. I, I remember we asked one of the mm-hmm. Zeta teachers once how many places could he be in at once, and he said, oh, I can be in three places at least. So, yes, we can. We've got part of our consciousness down here. Because on, on the Earth plane down here, on, on planet Earth, we only use about 10% of our potential conscious awareness. So we've got heaps of other conscious awareness that's able to operate in other places at the same time.
0: What happens to your human body when you're in your Zeta body?
1: It's a sound asleep in bed. And very difficult to wake up, I might add, too.
0: Mm. How, do you, how do you know... For a fact. Or, or how do you deal with the skepticism that must be prevalent when you tell people that you actually leave one body, go into a spirit body, to go into a UFO and get into an alien body?
1: Well, funnily enough, I haven't actually come up against very much scepticism on that, Rob. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't go around telling everyone. I'm very, very careful of who I talk to about it. They're generally people who understand this sort of thing. Um, but no, I haven't actually come up against a lot of scepticism. Um, simply because, I guess, you know, in a lot of cases, people have seen me change in front of them. So,
0: so you can actually, so you 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 can actually physically. Change from a human into a Zeta being in front of people. I can't,
1: I can't consciously do it down here as a human. No, I can't. But it does happen automatically often when I'm doing work. It'll start to happen.
0: It happens. Um, Not not
1: physically, of course. I mean, it'll just start to overshadow me on a spiritual level.
0: Like you take on another personality.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, not that different. I mean, I'm the same. Yeah. No. No. I can't really say personality because really, I'm the same person whether I'm down here working as a human or working as a zeta. So no, it's not not really a different personality. Although at the same time, um, it's more attuned to oneness. Um, I I can, for example, a couple of times I've channeled the, the zetas. You know purposely sat down and put herself into an altered state and allowed them to speak. Mm-hmm. And the feeling of love and oneness that comes through at that time is just absolute bliss. I mean, I'm, I'm on a high for days afterwards. It's just wonderful. And you can feel this incredible love. It's just pure, unconditional love. And you can feel it wrapping around everyone in the room. And I've had people say, oh, that was just the most amazing experience. I could feel this, this aura coming out of you.
0: All right. So I, I'm, I'm just trying to put this into total perspective here. <laughs> so, it's difficult to our third-dimensional awareness, that's the problem. <laughs> well, the problem is that how many of you are there on this planet that can well, actually change and go from a human form into a spirit form and take on a body that is waiting for you on board a spacecraft?
1: Well, everyone can to a certain extent. I mean, yes, there's eighties down here. There's, I would say there's... Several thousand of us, but remember everybody does that. we all leave our bodies at night, whoever we are. but that's co-
0: it's called dreaming.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly and that's what a dream is. in some cases, no, a dream's just processing stuff in the subconscious, mm-hmm. but there are thousands and thousands and thousands of cases of what I like to re- refer to as real dreams or true dreams. Um, where people have left the body, other people have seen them, they've exchanged information afterwards, they've had confirmation on it. So, yes, everyone's perfectly capable of doing this.
0: Okay. What is the purpose of us being on this planet as humans? There must be a purpose besides being... um, specimens for the Zetas to take our sperm and our eggs in order to put them on the ark so the human race doesn't cease to exist.
1: Yes, absolutely. Planet Earth is a school planet. Look, what I might do, Rob, I'll just quickly um, tell you about a um, a teaching that we have been given by the Zeta elders. Um, It's called the Human Ladder. All
0: right, we've got about two minutes.
1: Okay, I'll be real quick. The human ladder is a term that is used for a path or cycle of evolution that's followed by all human-type species through the universe and is comprised of 10 galactic levels, what they call galactic levels. But these aren't physical. They're actually um, um, uh, like levels of expanding conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, And planet Earth is right on number one. So we're right in primary school or infant school here. And we come here to learn. It's an evolutionary process.
0: This is truly the school of hard knocks.
1: It sure is. It sure is. So and this 10% of consciousness we can access is directly linked into our 10% of active DNA.
0: So why do we have to come here then? If, if, if we are basically spirits in a physical body, why put us through this hell? It makes no sense to me.
1: We put ourselves through it as I experience in physicality. It's a learning experience. That's the bottom line.
0: Then if it's a learning experience, why are the Zetas here?
1: Because people aren't learning what they need to learn. They've been dumbed down by this group down here, and the Zetas are here trying to wake people up.
0: So the Zetas then are interfering.
1: Because people have asked us to. People are aware on higher levels that we are being dumbed down. So those people who are in the process of wanting to wake up have asked for help.
0: How do we know that? Just think about that question, and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Exonation, this is the Exxon. Judy Carroll's my guest. Here's a couple of websites www.thezetamessage.com and www.ufograyinfo.com. Judy and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. That's the Beatles with Tell me why. Judy Carroll's my special guest to this hour. Her websites are www.thezetamessage.com and www Judy, uh, with all these zetas on earth, and you say that we at uh, at one time gave permission uh, to to the zetas. To be yeah. part of what they're doing and, you know, the, the experimentation or the removal of, of semen, the removal of eggs and, and so on. How do we know that there's not an ulterior motive for the Zetas being here on this planet? How do we know they're not planning a takeover?
1: Well, many people who've had experiences have a conscious recall, uh, as I do myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and feel quite comfortable with it. I mean, I've never had any problem with any of this. Um, when, when people are really suffering for it, you know, like going through a lot of pain or, or, for example, some people remember being raped in experiences, that's not us. That's the group from down here. So there are two different, um, how can I say, scenarios being played out. There's us and the other ones, and the other ones are very negative.
0: How do we know? How do we know that what, is good, is not evil, and what is evil is not good?
1: Well, what I will say to people is go by your gut feeling. Um, It's the same as, I mean, there's a lot of information out, but there's a lot of disinformation out Mm -hmm. as well. So, I mean, people have to go by their gut feeling. Um, In a lot of cases, even when people go through fear as a child, I did, once they begin to wake up, once their consciousness begins to expand, they realize that, that actually... No, it's not as bad as as you know their consciousness is telling them or their subconscious is telling them. Right. Um, Dolores Cannon's actually done a lot of work on this with hypnotherapy, and um, oh, thousands of clients and one after the other has said the same thing: what they perceived was negative. Once yeah. they can link into it fully, they realise yeah. it's not.
0: I, I must tell you, I'm not a believer in hypnotherapy.
1: Right, right. No, I'm not in general either, because yeah. most hypnotherapy only goes to the subconscious. Um, this is why I respect her work, because she's she goes to a deeper level where it goes past the subconscious.
0: Well, like I said, I don't have any faith in hypnotherapy, no matter who the person is, nor how good they claim they are, because we all know that the hypnotherapist can sway the person that's under the hypnosis.
1: Oh my goodness, yes, and a lot of yeah, that goes on, too.
0: Exactly. Uh, First of all, Judy, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Um, I I wish you all the success. And uh, I would love to have you back on to further this discussion in the future.
1: Yes, I'd love to come back, Rob. If people want to read a bit more, our two books are out, The Zeta Message and Human by Day, Zeta by Night, available off Amazon. Plenty of answers in those books.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us. Take care. And... um Exonation, here's a couple of websites once again www.thezetamessage.com and www.ufograyinfo.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exon continues right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Dunk away.